a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the 5 O'Clock Report, 20 minutes of uninterrupted news commercial free. I'm Jeff Kaplan, KSL's top story. The president of Zions Bank says his company is healthy, has sufficient access to cash, and has none of the problems suffered by Silicon Valley Bank. Nonetheless, Zions Bank stock was punished by investors today, falling more than 25%. It just shows how nervous the markets are after two bigger banks fell to pieces in a few short days. For reaction from Utah leaders, here's KSL News Radio's Adam Small. Utah Governor Spencer Cox says hundreds of businesses and thousands of employees could have been impacted by this collapse, but he says the state had plans to step in if the Fed didn't. And when it comes to trusting banks... I just don't think we need to worry about the stability of our banking system. Utah Senator Mitt Romney says he's sure the withdrawal frenzy will end. He just can't say when. Zions Bank President Scott Anderson says the average bank balance at Silicon Valley Bank is 22 times larger than the average balance at Zions. One reason, he says, the Utah Bank is safe. Well, the president of the Utah Bankers Association, Howard Headley, is also assuring Utahns that our banks here are strong. Utah our banks are, are as strong as ever. Our economy, you know, has been doing well. And, and it's, you know, that helps the banks and the banks help the economy do that. Uh, we're the sixth largest banking state in the country. Many people don't know that. And we're in a good position to help all these companies that might have been impacted by, you know, Silicon Valley's challenges over the weekend. He says this is a classic bank run. He doesn't think there needs to be any more revision of bank law. If you're in the tech industry, you've probably suffered a lot of emotions. Well, that's what the founder of one local tech startup in Utah says it's been like. Riley Butters is the founder of Utah-based Dawn Day, an early-stage startup that allows companies to offer travel as a benefit. They had almost all their capital in SVB. It's just like, oh my gosh, whiplash. Like We thought our company may not survive. What are the plans? And now everything is okay. Butters is crediting Utah state leaders for acting quickly. She also says there's been a lot of finger pointing. I think people are naive to to say like, oh, you should have known. No, no one did that. Diversification wasn't common, especially with a bank like SVB. They had been around for 40 years. They were standard in the industry. Her takeaway is to now make sure she's FDIC insured for her full balance amount. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. Well, customers of Silicon Valley Bank were lined up at branches today to get their money. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, a long line formed early this morning in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Richard Carver was eager to get out money for business reasons. We have an electrical business and we have to meet payroll this afternoon, so that's why I'm here. 
Online banking and ATMs have not worked since the bank shut down on Friday. Federal regulators have taken over Silicon Valley and New York-based Signature Bank. Economics professor J.W. Mason says banking regulations that were rolled back by lawmakers in 2018 should be reinstated. We put a lot of strict new rules in for banks in terms of uh, the assets they can hold and the stress tests they have to undergo to make sure that they'll be safe in the event of a crisis. And in 2018, a lot of those rules were rolled back for for mid-sized banks, including banks like Silicon Valley Bank. And that allowed them to take more risks than they would have been. He says that means there's also been less government scrutiny. The Federal Reserve, however, is promising an investigation. Officials from the Biden administration, Treasury, and the FDIC will brief lawmakers tonight about the bank failures. A White House aide says it'll be a bipartisan briefing with select members of both the House and Senate. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 504. We have developing news on KSL News Radio. The Utah Royals soccer team is coming back to Salt Lake City. And once they're here, the club is reportedly offering to cover out-of-state travel costs for abortions. The owner of Real Salt Lake and the Royals, Ryan Smith, told the Salt Lake Tribune, quote, It's important across all our organizations that that medical benefit was available. Smith also owns the Utah Jazz. In a statement to KSL, the soccer club says they have a policy in place to cover any medical procedure that's not provided in the state of Utah. They'll also reimburse up to $4,000 for travel and hotel costs. Abortions are currently legal in Utah up to 18 weeks, but the state also has a trigger law still on hold after a court injunction. That trigger law would ban almost all abortions. Jessica Lowell, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 505. First look traffic on the 5 o'clock report. Here's Ricky Meese. Right now I'm looking at our latest accident, northbound I-15. They are trying to get it moved probably onto an exit ramp and out of the way. This is northbound I-15 near 2300 North Warm Springs Road. Those vehicles are on the right shoulder. Traffic lights malfunctioning. Treat this as a four-way stop. Mountain View Corridor at 118th South and delays continue. Southbound I-15 Murray to Sandy and then more slowing waiting for you in Draper. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks Ricky. KSL News Time 505 in Cache County. A former Skyview High School soccer coach was sentenced to prison to Today, he was caught sending inappropriate messages to a 13-year-old girl. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell with more. 49-year-old George Cruz thought he was talking to a 13-year-old girl over a popular social media app, but he was actually sending inappropriate photos and videos of himself to an undercover police officer. He was arrested in March 2022 and has recently been sentenced and ordered to serve 364 days in jail. After that, it's probation for 48 months. We're learning a 56-year-old man died this weekend at Arches National Park. Officials there say rangers responded to a CPR in progress at Devil's Garden Trail, but they were unable to resuscitate the man. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A storm is coming into the valley tomorrow. KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank says there is some potential for flooding in the mountains, but not for the most part along the Wasatch Front. Storm coming is going to bring some dis- significant water to the valleys and heavy wet snow to the mountains. So, yeah, the potential is for some flooding up in those mountain elevations like Park City, Heber City, Logan, Ogden Valley. Let me tell you why. Tomorrow, south winds pick up. Increasing clouds will go to 56 degrees tomorrow ahead of the storm. Storm will roll in between 3 and 5 p.m. So during the commute time, we'll start to see rain. And then it will continue to rain overnight Tuesday into the day on Wednesday. 
a quarter of an inch of rain to three quarters of an inch of rain in the valleys. After Wednesday, the weather should dry out nicely. Thank you. KSL News Time 507. If you plan on driving east through Wasatch County tomorrow, be aware US 40 and Daniels Canyon will be closed starting 9 a.m. UDOT is planning avalanche control, and it should only take about half an hour. KSL News Time 507. You have any ideas what should go into the old ballpark neighborhood? Once the stadium is gone, Mayor Aaron Mendenhall says Friday is the last day to get in your submission. Whether you're a pro, you're in college, or you're a resident with an idea, we want to hear from you. There's $15,000, $10,000, and $5,000 for the prize winners. Most of all, we just want to generate ideas and energy about what could come next on those 13 and a half acres around the ballpark. So please go check it out, ballparknext.com. Submit your ideas, and just maybe you'll walk away with a few thousand bucks in your pocket. Again, the submissions go to ballparknext.com. KSL News Time, 5.0. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes. We're brought to you by Granite Credit Union guiding you home. Here's Ricky Meese. Lingering slowdown southbound I-15, Murray and Midvale. And then again, as you go through Draper, it's having slow between 123rd and 146th south. We also have delays on I-215 south belt. This is eastbound between Taylorsville at Redwood Road over to I-15. A little bit of busy traffic and slower speeds going through the uh, construction zone. Westbound I-80 at 2300. East. Mark? Well, it looks like over on 5600 West, you have delays that are improving around 2100 South, but now we have signal problems. Treat this accordingly further south on Mountain View, down at 118th South on All Sides. Got Bangator delays struggling south down at 9800 South. Redwood Road delays slow headed from Bluffdale. I-15 in Utah County, still amazingly looks good. Steve? Well, northbound 15, uh, still thick and slow in spots, leaving downtown. Got a crash at 2300 North uh, on the right shoulder near uh, Warm Springs Road. And a KSL texture with a heads up of another crash on northbound 15 near 2600 South in Bountiful. That's blocking the HOV lane. And still a bit thick farther up on northbound 15 between Lagoon and Kaysville. Northbound Legacy still a bit sluggish in Centerville, and we have slowdowns on the northbound 215 on the west side belt from I-80 there from the transition ramp. Is the IRS harassing you? Are tax problems ruining your life? Let Utah tax attorney Jordan Wilcox help. Visit TaxHelpUT.com. That's TaxHelpUT.com. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. Partly cloudy skies as we head through the 5 o'clock hour with temperatures in the low 50s. We'll stay there for 6 o'clock and then we'll drop down into the upper 40s for 7 and 8, mid 40s for 9 and 10. Ultimate lows will be in the upper 30s. With your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report, I'm Kevin Eubank. And right now in Salt Lake City, we're at 55 degrees. 
A reminder once again, sunset doesn't come till 7.32 tonight. Tomorrow morning, sun's up at 7.41 a.m., a lot later. KSL News Time 511. Now let's go in depth with Maria Chaleos. Jeff, starving cows in Northern California that have been stranded by the heavy snow are getting some extra help. It's called Operation Haydrop. Pilots on these emergency hay drops look for tracks in the snow, and that's where they drop the hay. Now, the experts say what they've found is that the cows start coming out from under trees and start going towards that hay as soon as the helicopter takes off. Now, these emergency missions are crucial for Northern California ranchers. The San Francisco Chronicle reports some ranchers have lost 10% of their herds due to the snowy conditions. Now, with no grass on the ground, the hay drops will help keep the cows fed, give them a chance at survival. Project is supported supporting roughly 40 to 50 ranchers and roughly 2,500 cattle. And rancher Robert Puga says without these drops, he guarantees thousands of cattle would die. That's good. KSL News Time 512. Thanks, Maria. Vinyl. Remember records? Vinyl is making a resurgence. Vinyl enthusiast Jerry Liana flips through the records at Electric Fetus Record Store in Minneapolis pretty much every Saturday. They take up a lot of space. They're heavy, but... It's a passion of mine, and I love it. 19-year-old Daniel Rilshi feels the same way about vinyl. I've heard that, obviously, the sound quality is a little bit better than what you find on most digital formats these days. Electric Fetus music manager Bob Fuchs says the resurgence of vinyl records and their rich, crisp sound has been drawing in crowds. Thousands of people a week. Weekends, you might have, you know, 500 to 1,000 people come through on a Saturday. The Recording Industry of America says for the first time in 35 years, vinyl records are outselling CDs. 41 million records versus 33 million CDs. And whether it's the sound, the artwork, or the liner notes that keep people coming back... Book says it's attracting people from all walks of life and all ages. I've seen the broadest demographic we've ever seen since records have returned. Sherry Preston, ABC News. Question for you. Are zebras dangerous? An Ohio man knows the answer after one of them nearly bit off his arm. 911, your emergency? It wasn't your normal 911 call. I got attacked by a zebra. You got attacked by a what? A zebra. The call went out as an animal attack to Pickaway County Sheriff's deputies south of Columbus. Stand up, squad, quick. Deputies found Ronald Clifton on the ground with severe injuries. A zebra even came back for more approaching the ambulance. Deputies decided it had to be shot and killed. Did he Did he bite your arm? Did he? Oh, hell yeah. Medics rushed Clifton to a hospital. Were told he will not lose his arm. Alex Stone, EBC News. There's the story in black and white. The three things you need to know this hour. First, it was a roller coaster of emotions over the weekend. Local tech companies not knowing if payroll was going to be made Monday. Now they're breathing a sigh of relief. The Fed's announcing SVB depositors will be made whole. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ayers. Second, fans are mixed about the finale of HBO's Last of Us, which was set in Salt Lake City after the apocalypse. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. We have a crash on northbound I-15, right about 2600 Southwoods Cross. It's been affecting the left lane of travel in Davis County. That's part of the delays that we have had stretching anywhere from downtown off and on up to Layton. And then we also have a traffic light malfunctioning in all directions. Mountain View Corridor at 118th South. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Finally back to normal for our temperatures, but another storm is coming. I'm Kevin Eubank. It's 55 degrees, partly cloudy now. KSL's top national stories. From ABC News, I'm Chuck Severson. They'll get to the bottom of why Silicon Valley Bank failed, says the Federal Reserve Board announcing a review. 
after being shut down with money unavailable all weekend and after assurances by the government that all deposits in full would be protected. Not a panicked run on bank branches today, but uh, a walk outside of a Silicon Valley bank branch in Massachusetts today. A long line. Richard Carver set up his chair early to wait outside. Can't be the only one who wants to get their cash out of here. Within 15 minutes of going in, he was out with his money. Walking out with what I wanted. I'm going to go collect my chair and go home. The federal government says all money that was in Silicon Valley Bank will be returned to customers. Alex Stone, EBC News. President Trump's ex lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen testified for about three hours today before a Manhattan grand jury. It's hearing evidence about Mr. Trump's hush money payment to Stormy Daniels. No comment afterward. To keep Asia-Pacific security strong, President Biden announcing a deal to sell nuclear subs to Australia, meeting with leaders of that nation and of the U.K. in San Diego. Australia is a proud non-nuclear weapon state and is committed to stay that way. These boats will not have any nuclear weapons of any kind. Convicted terrorist penalty, ABC's Aaron Katursky. The jury agreed that Cephalo Saipov killed eight people on the Hudson River bicycle path on Halloween 2017 intentionally and did so in the name of the Islamic State and to further the goals of ISIS. But they did not think that he represented a future danger while in prison. They were unable to reach a unanimous decision either way, or for death or for life. And so automatically, Saifullah Saipov will spend the rest of his life in prison. That in New York City, moving from a hospital to a rehab facility, Senate Republican Leader McConnell recovering from a fall. You're listening to ABC News. Time for the KSL In-Depth. After this weekend, everybody's wondering if their bank is safe, but what about credit unions? Scott Simpson is the president of the Utah Credit Union Association. He joined me this afternoon, and I got to ask him if credit unions are the same as banks. We are a little bit different uh, structurally. Uh, we don't we don't uh, find ourselves uh, with the same sort of uninsured deposit overhang. This case, uh, Silicon Valley had eight percent of its deposits were insured; the rest were uninsured deposits, something like that. We have over 90% uh, of the deposits in Utah that are insured that fall under that $250,000 per uh, individual deposit insurance coverage. So structurally, we're considerably different. uh, And we don't have the lending concentrations into these tech firms in the same way. So uh, we just, we've had a quiet day and we're grateful for it. I ask him if credit unions are safer than banks. I mean, that's a loaded question to ask. The, the president of the Utah Credit Union Association, yeah, but I asked him, are credit unions safer than banks? I don't think so. Uh, you know, this there are a lot of things that combined uh, in this specific case, and one of those things is velocity. Uh, the, the, the bank, otherwise, other than sort of this crush to withdraw funds, probably would have would have survived. Uh, I do think that there are some questions about concentration. Uh, that people ought to look at when they're looking at, at a financial institution to serve them. If they're too limited in, in their deposit base or if they're too limited in the, where they're, you know, lending, that, that can cause serious issues. But um, I, I, from a regulatory perspective, we're just – credit unions are consumer lenders primarily. We, we were born that way. Uh, we, we live in that world. Um, we're, we are very concerned about today's events – but mostly because 
you know, we have the life savings of many of the employees of the companies that are severely affected by this. Scott Simpson from the Utah Credit Union Association there. KSL News Time 519. Time for traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines. We're brought to you by Granite Credit Union. Here's Ricky Meese. Solid slowdown southbound I-15 between 4500 and to Sandy at 90th. But then heavy and slow traffic going through Draper starting at 123rd South. Delays. This is eastbound on the South Belt Redwood Road over to I-15 and building on the westbound side with a few slow spots scattered between Highland Drive and State Street. Now starting to see an uptick of traffic. It's picking up and slowing down westbound SR. 201 approaching the West Belt. Mark? Traffic volume building on SR 36. You make your way Skirta down towards Tooele, 1000 North. It also looks like the worst of the Mountain View delays going to be southbound because at about 117 South, got signals on the Fritz. I 15 is starting to get sluggish southbound in. Right about Linden Pleasant Grove, Pleasant Grove Boulevard, Steve. Well, northbound 15, we have delays between 6 North. And 2600 South and Woods Cross. couple of crashes in the mix there. One at 2300 North Warm Springs Road. The other in Woods Cross near 2600 South. More Davis County delays from Kaysville up through uh, Layton. It's a little bit thick there as well on uh, Legacy at Parish Lane in Centerville. Otherwise, uh, good speeds on the West Side Belt. Mention KSL and get their 30-point furnace tune-up for only $23 plus a free filter change. Regular maintenance helps avoid breakdown. Schedule bdexperts.com. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. The KSL 7-day forecast starts with another storm. Today's been nice, partly cloudy in 50s, but look for increasing clouds developing south wind on Tuesday as our next storm moves in. It will rain Tuesday night into Wednesday, highs in the 50s, lows in the 40s. The mountains get plastered with a heavy, wet snow. Avalanche danger will go up. The valleys will get anywhere from a quarter of an inch to three quarters of an inch of rain. Partly cloudy skies on Thursday, a little cooler, highs in the low 40s, and then a mix of clouds and sunshine take us through the end of the week and into the weekend. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Kevin Eubank. 55 in Salt Lake City, 48 degrees in Ogden, 54 in Provo, and the sun's going to stay with us until 7.32 p.m. Your seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. We have jazz basketball coming up against the heat in just a few minutes on KSL News Radio. First, we'll check the markets after this turbulent day. Stay right here. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.